Welcome into the Morning Burrito Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Eric. And it is not the morning. It is not. Someday you're going to get over saying that. Hey, you know what? I said that it was going to take me a little bit. I'm on. We're on the third show since our time shift, and it's It's like you're noon. on daylight savings time, because you it's, haven't quite caught that thing yet. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but it's weird. It is. Hey, uh, we are glad you're here with us today. Um, we've had a couple good shows in a row. I, I have really enjoyed our last couple weeks. Has anybody of said topics. that, or is that just you thinking it? That's just me saying that. I don't. I mean, I don't so know. Maybe you, you guys it. don't agree with maybe it. But it's I, been awful. I, don't I know. have enjoyed the last two conversations we've had. We talked about generations a couple weeks ago. Last week we President's Day. We talked about President's Day and authority. And you were, man, you were, you were going. You you took it. You, I did. You ran with it. I did. Yeah, well, I ran. Most of our meat segment was was chalked with your. your I'm sorry, it probably threw your wisdom, way, like vomit or something. You probably have to watch it three times to catch up. But, but we had funny stories, and if you had, if you didn't see last week's podcast, check it out. It was really good. This week we are going to have some fun. I think this week this show is going to be one of the funner shows that we've done. Um, because if you're if you're a longtime Christian, I think you're going to find this funny because you're going to know this, you're going to relate. You're going to relate to it, and if you're not a believer, you're going to watch this and be like. That makes so much sense now. What are they talking about? So this episode is called, what did they say? Because this is what I think people react when they hear what Christians say sometimes. When we don't think as Christians of what we're saying, they don't understand. So we're going to talk Christian speak today. Christianese is what it's called in the church world. So we're going to talk Christianese a little bit. Let's do it. Welcome into the Morning Burrito Podcast. Grab lunch. All right, so welcome in. We are glad you are here with us this morning. You know, instead of burritos, we need to start bringing lunch to this thing. I know. Well, like a, we like a lunch burrito. Lunch burrito. Call it morning, but eat it at lunch. Beans. Hey, how come we don't have the new Cheese. thing yet? You keep you asking said, these You said last question. week, you said it's coming. I'm working on it. Well, you're not working very fast. You know what? I'm just saying. Did you build one? Did we you said, make one? Hey, we said new show, new look, new show, same look. Yeah, we said a lot of things. We did. That's true. <laughs> so please forgive us. For yes, please forgive us. Mercy. So this show is going to be fun because this is going to get into the mind of the Christian a little bit. And the, you know, we talk about our show being a place where faith and culture kind of intertwine. <laughs> and this is kind of where faith and culture really collide yeah, in a they really don't funny at all. But they are a funny, it's a funny collision. It's not, you know, there's a lot of things that we've talked about that, are just rough collisions between faith and culture. Yeah. This is not one of those. This is one of the ones that's like, oh my goodness, we're sometimes really dumb and, and say stuff that we're not thinking about. So in a second, we're going to get to Tim Hawkins. Um, I wish we could show the video, but with copyright stuff, that was nice. That was nice. Anyway. He re- literally wrote Tim Hawkins, and it it autocorrected to you, like Tint- the, the letter Familia. U, Tint Philemma. That's awesome. Yeah. I, anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Apple. Broken. Um, So I want to hear your favorite Christian swear words. So personally, like when you oh, stub man, your you toe. Should've, you should have gave me some heads up on that one. I, I didn't want to. Cause I, want, I want it to be like off of the cuff. I don't know. When you stub your toe, when you get cut off in traffic, what's your go-to Christian swear word? <laughs> and this I is why. I okay, don't know. So this is know. why it's funny because they're not swear words. But they are replacing an act, what we would 
quote unquote a swear word. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's see where it goes. I'm waiting. Oh well, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I mean, like, I don't fudge. No. No. Uh, man, if somebody cuts me off. I I honk the horn. I don't know what language that would be in. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's keep talking. I'll come back to that. Come okay. Back to that. Well, maybe this will help you uh, think through that a little bit. I. So we 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 love Tim Hawkins. Um, if you don't know who Tim Hawkins is, if you love comedy, if you're if you're a, a comedy buff like I am, I don't know. That yes, you're, I love Tim Hawkins. Okay. So comedy is just I, I love a good comedian. I, I love a comedian, particularly observational comedians, the ones yeah. that can take real yeah. life and make it funny, make it real. Um, but Tim Hawkins is a great Christian comedian. I mean, he makes Christian people funny. <laughs> Which is is good because I mean we are funny people. That's yeah, just and, the reality. And if you got you know kids, uh, especially junior hires, man, go for it. He's got it's just he's great. It's good all the way around. It, male, female, it doesn't matter. Like everybody loves Tim Hawkins. Yep. He did a he does a sketch and he, there are multiple videos of this sketch it, done at different times in different places where he talks about Christian cuss words. And on his website, he has a list of Christian. He calls it the this is his. Tim Hawkins handbook. Okay, so this is not from us. I'm giving him full credit. Uh, this is this is his. I even printed it yeah. off of his site. Okay, we, we tried to show you the video, but it's copyrighted. Yeah, um, but he, he calls this the alternative cuss words, field tested and mother approved. So, so your wife Sharon, if you're watching this, these are okay. She shakes her head when we watch this. Uh, it, it, like, it's it's mother approved. That uh, it says here. Like I, I my I, son I, has it memorized. Of course he does. <laughs> Which one? The young one. Oh yeah, the figures. Okay, <laughs> so. So if you're miffed, which is again a Christian swear word or something, uh, this th- there's three different categories. Well, not three different. Um, the the first three categories are miffed, exasperated, and I'm not having it. So we'll start with miffed. Here are okay. some here are some of them: shucks, rats, gosh, shizzle. It never heard shizzle in that context, but shizzle. Yes, shizzle. Yep. Toot. You imagine saying toot. Uh, toot. toot. No. Okay. Like okay. if you're mad. Toot. Toot. You get cut, cut off in traffic. Toot. toot. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Crapola. Yep. I've said that one, so I know that's a good one. Turd. I've used that word plenty of times. How about sheesh? I've yep. used that. Uh, flippin'. Mm-hmm. You know what that one actually is referring to. <laughs> it's... it's <laughs> Not a good one. No. Fooey. Fooey. I like Fooey. Fooey's a good one. Ticked. Heck. Shoot. Yep. Jeepers. Yep. Jeez. Crud. Dag. Dang. Darn. Darn it. This is the best one. Bleep. 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 <laughs> Booger. Bleep. Snot. Wingnut. I don't even know what this word is. Nerts. He just made that up. Nerds. Uh criminy, cripes, crepes. Poor crepes. <laughs> doo-doo. Caca. Somebody has to say doo-doo. And I'm gonna add one to this. Dookie. Dookie. Because that's the one in your house. Dookie. Dookie. Uh if you're exasperated, good gravy, good grief, gadzooks, jackwagon. I love jackwagon. That is a great term. I love jackwagon. Uh, bull snot, <laughs> fiddle faddle, fiddlesticks, crud muffin, 
cotton picking mal- malarkey that's a good malarkey. word good word my oh my lanta I, yep, malarkey, yep. uh what the hay <laughs> bucket head shucky darn i gotta be careful when i read these <laughs> someone's pretty close dad burn it what'd you burn that <laughs> dag nabbit i i've said that a lot um con sarnet con sarnet i don't even know what that means confound it doggone it said that a lot dad blame it <laughs> dad gum it dad blast it for under uh, i'm not having it <laughs> these are good great googly moogly yeah, i'm not having it was like yeah that was a big one in the house I'm not having it. Do you say that a lot? No, I don't say it at all. Did your dad say it? Uh, my family did. No. Grandma especially. So under I'm not having it category, great googly moogly, great Caesar's ghost, Jeez Louise, Mother Francis, uh, Judas Priest. I don't know what a band's got to do with this. <laughs> shut your pie hole. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the pie hole. <laughs> Kiss my grits. Heavens to Betsy. Bolshevik. I don't know what Russian politics has to do with any of this. What the what? What the devil? Oh, wow. Rasa, Rasa, Frasa, Rasa, Frasa. That's the favorite right there. Jumping Jehoshaphat. I've heard that said. Uh, Booger Snot. Fart Knocker. I said that a lot as a middle school kid. Really? We said that all Never the time. Heard of that. Never Fart heard Knocker. It. Never heard oh, it. man. I don't even know what that means, but whatever. Mother of Pearl, Bull Twinkies, <laughs> G Willikers, H E double hockey sticks. Wow. Farfig Nugan. Shut the front door. I love shut the front door. That is a good one. <laughs> Suck eggs. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right. Now, I have to finish with these because these are great. Um, <laughs> so, you know, son of a. Blank is a w- phrase we don't use in the church. That's a cuss word, right? So, so here are some replacements. If you if you happen to be somebody who's partaken of that phrase a lot, son of a biscuit, son of a biscuit eater. I haven't ever heard that one actually said. <laughs> son of a Baptist preacher. I think that's in a song. <laughs> son of a bacon bit. Son of a nutcracker. I have said that one multiple times. And this one's new to me. Son of a motherless goat. <laughs> What's that even mean? How Son the, of an orphan goat. <laughs> How'd the goat get here? <laughs> it's like the chicken or the egg question on that one. Uh, and then, you know, horse patootie. Uh, there's some There's some other. Uh, I just said it, and that's one of them. Patootie. Horse patootie. That's great. Uh, horse hockey. Horse pucky. Horse feathers. Or horse patootie. Oh, I got a headache already. And then the last, uh, well, second to last one. For heaven's sake, for the love of Pete. For Pete's sake, for crying oh, out yeah, loud, Pete. I've heard all of those said. All of those have been said in my house. Uh, and then here's the triple play. This is what I'll end with. The triple play. Bob Saget. <laughs> God rest his soul. Pat Sajak. Yeah, yeah, it's probably not so funny to show anymore when he says that. No. Pat Sajak. Still alive. And then, God rest his soul, Alex Trebek. <laughs> He's got to change that last list. <laughs> Bob Saget, Pat Sajak, Alex Trebek. Two of the three are dead. Is it too soon? It might be too soon on the last one. Well, both of those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they died within the last year, so yeah. But that's funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, those are funny. great. It is funny. Listen, I mean, Tim Hawkins got so much more out there. We're not even plugging Tim Hawkins. We're not getting any money for it. 
it's just good, clean laughter. So this, I don't know, Friday the, night, go laugh. And the know? truth is, we use those terms. We use those terms. Um, yeah, so so the list, you know, jogged a few memories. Uh, uh, my, my grandma would use the word shoot a lot. Oh, yeah. And my grandma, she's like the holiness grandma. I mean, we didn't, <laughs> I mean, she wouldn't use a cuss word at all. Man, trying to explain to her what shoot was the uh <laughs> what it was in reference yeah. to she's like really and then she's trying to stop saying it and she couldn't stop saying it well so i had i had a, i had an old timer at a church a few churches ago who said that he heard me say gosh darn it and he was like you can't say that and i never thought about this before but i was i was actually kind of convicted on it he goes that's replacing gd you can't say that hmm right which, which is the whole thing. I mean, that is. I mean, you're, 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 you're but trying to do that when so. you stub your toe. I mean, is it is is that a heart issue when you you scream a word? Like, I don't know if that's. Oh, you brought up a heart issue. Yeah. It, it, well, you know. We can get into that a little later. Yeah. What's, we, it, what's in the heart? We'll, we'll stay on the. There's a scripture that says, "What's in the heart comes out the lips." So <laughs> we'll we'll stay light for a, okay. for at least right. a little bit. Um. So here's the thing. For those of you who are listening or watching, uh. We're not going to just talk about replacements for cuss words because that's just only one level of the Christianese, the Christian speak. Because um, those are just funny. Like, what did he say about the barn door? Give me that list. He says about a barn door. Uh, I don't think that's on this list, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't remember what he exactly said. Go ahead. Um, he says handle with care on the side. I just noticed that. Um, so the, there's also what we commonly refer to in the church Christianese, which is usually referring to very Christian, like extremely Christian words or phrases that are probably not easily understood by anyone outside of the church. Like they're just very Christian things to say. And we oftentimes in the church will know what they mean. But if you introduce a non-believer into that conversation, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? And like some of them, they probably think we're like a cult or, you know, like <laughs> worshiping weird things and stuff yep. like, so here's an example. This is a real simple one. Lighthearted love offering. Yeah. Love offering. Big. <laughs> what does that Big. even mean? Big. I think it, I think it's, you know, I mean, you know what would know have been fun to do like a man on the street video for this one? Well, we still could. We, we, we should do that sometime. We should. we should. And just take these and see what we people should. think. So, so honestly though, ba- <laughs> there's actually a John so, Christ video where he does something similar with that. By the way, so love offering. I mean, no, no joke. Love offering. I had somebody tell me once that it, that it was human sacrifice in the satanic church. Oh boy. Okay, so that, I just took us deep. <laughs> but that came. I was like, uh, no, that's not what we're doing. We're helping missionaries preach Jesus around the world. That's what a love offering. Or, is. or in our church's case, every year, we're we're giving the Southern Gospel guys some money for coming and singing Southern Gospel hymns and yeah, things. good Southern Gospel hymns. We we'll give them a love offering. It's just money. It's just money. We're it's offering money because we love them. We l- love that. <laughs> Move on. Love is a very loose term <laughs> it is. in some of that, it but is. whatever. Uh, second one would be fellowship. Fellowship. I I can only think that if I were a non-believer and I heard that word, I'd be like, are we talking about like we're Lord of the Rings? We're fellowship. Fellowship of the Ring? Fellowship. I think they might be able to understand that one, though. I think that's at least... I would I would think that that would be at least fellowship sounds so uh, personal, right? It's, so it, it's, it just sounds it, intimate, and honestly, fellowship is not intimate. It's kind of a big word. It is. 
So anyway, quiet time. I don't think they would think that like in a cultural phrase, I don't know that that would mean the what, same thing. What is it in a cultural phrase? Quiet time. Um, Cry room? No. Well, for college students? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Quiet, quiet. I would think it's something not appropriate. It could be taken very inappropriately. So anyway, they probably wouldn't think of it the way we think of it. You know, devotion time, spending time with Jesus. Uh, <laughs> hedge of protection. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 big. a weird one. That is that, that's that is a weird a, one. That that raises eyebrows. Hedge of protection. I mean, that goes. Right well, we got we got some more that are going to raise some more eyebrows yeah, well, that later. Goes, that goes right to the dark side right there. Uh, small group, life group. I think small group they might be under, able to understand, but life group life would group. sound weird. Life group, yeah. Which is what we use. Yeah, that's the the phrase we use here. Uh, traveling mercies. Again, that's just a weird one. Like, what does that even mean to a non-believer? Traveling mercies. And so, as we're in the middle of this, I just want you to like our purpose for this is is to have fun, but it is also we've laughed at ourselves many times over these. We need to we need to think about how we speak and we'll talk about this more in a little bit, but we need to think about how we speak and what we're saying because oftentimes if we're talking to people who are not believers, they don't understand what we're saying when we say these things. So think before you speak and think about the company you're in when you're (laughs) saying them. How about this one? This one's this one. You talk about the Satan worship. This one would probably fall under that category to a non-believer washed by the blood oh yeah washed by the blood i mean all the all the songs we sing with blood in it it is is that way so but i've been washed by the blood (laughs) i mean honestly like i get what it means it's a great thing i love it it's biblical it it is biblical but (laughs) to a non-believer that would sound really weird i mean yeah yeah, it's just like what kind of church are you going to washed by the blood anointed anointed that's a very churchy word. It is churchy. I'm not sure it's like really. Yeah, I wonder what. I, I don't know what the culture would think about the word anointed. I don't know if they would have a point of reference. Yeah, for I that don't word. know. I don't know. Anointed. You're anointed. It just means you're a freak. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, a word that I don't even know that Christians necessarily know what its meaning is. Anointed. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Because it's not a. It's not an English word. Right. We say it. We sing it. But do we know what it really means? What does it mean, yeah. Pastor Eric? Yeah, I don't even know. Go look it up. Yeah, we need to do that because I honestly don't know what it means. I'm sure I've heard it before, but and I say it, but praise Yahweh. It's all about Jesus. Uh, the next one, this is a weird word. We know what it means. People outside of the church, not a chance. Tithe. Oh, tithe. Tithe? Yeah. What is that? Tithe. I, I tithe I tithe to my church. I tithe. I tithe. We had a lady call church the other day. Wanting to update her online giving and to something called tithe. She had no idea what tithe was, so it's. But she didn't laugh at it. No, she just had no idea what she was doing. But hey, thanks doing it. Uh, communion, communion. Hmm. They probably would get that it it ties back to community. Yeah, I think I think that, I think the Catholic Church probably has a pretty good definition of communion out there. I think probably most people know communion. Maybe what do you think? It gets confusing because if you're if you know the Catholic version, they think it turns into the body and blood of Christ, which is yeah. But they, but they know it's a sacrament. They know it's something religious. Sure, right? so, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is where we talked about it can get very creepy sounding. We're gonna lay hands on somebody. Oh, oh please, <laughs> please lay hands. Yeah. And again, we're not making fun of this because it's 
It's just when it's, you think of this from the from the standpoint of being a non-believer and hearing it, it sounds weird. Come forward and let's pray and lay hands on you, creeper. I mean, that's that's really. I mean, wow. I mean, when you think about, oh, that's my no-no square right there. Don't be doing that. It's just weird. Uh, the Which, body- by the way, is a skit guide term. So if you want another good Christian comedy relief oh, thing, yeah. skitguys.com will have you rolling on the floor. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, body of Christ. Body of Christ. They would not. I mean, if you refer to something as the body of Christ. In that, communion. That is, this is the body of Christ. Or or the, the church is the body of Christ. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, if you're saying... The body of Christ was put in a tomb. Okay, well, I get that. But if you say the body of Christ in the context that we in the church talk about the body right. of Christ, it sounds very strange. What are you talking yeah. about, man? Yeah. So, so like, what did um, they say? Uh, Ken Davis, uh, old school Ken Davis. Ken Davis, Christian comedian. He talks. He has an illustration about the old uh, uh, that right, the body of Christ, and it was during communion, and this little kid was just just lost it. That we're eating the body of Christ and just just <laughs> lost it and and uh, anyway it's funny so that's another Christian and we're not even plugging Christian comedians but I mean I mean KenDavis.com or org I'm not sure check it out he's got good stuff uh, backsliding this is definitely a Nazarene thing it is it is you hear this in the holiness tradition Wesleyan yep. tradition quite mm-hmm. a bit you don't hear it much in Baptist circles but uh, backsliding yeah. Again, that's a very Christian Going down word. The slide backwards? What? Like, I don't get it. This this would not translate to the culture. Like they backslide. would have no idea what that means. Backing up, reverse? I don't know. It, that's what it is. Uh, well, in a Christian sense, but it, would you really understand? In Probably a conversation, not. hey, you you've backslidden. Huh? Uh, no, I haven't gone anywhere. Or if you're trying to tell your story, you know, I believed in Jesus, but then I backslid. I backslid. What? What? <laughs> okay. How about this phrase? It's a God thing. What is a God it's, thing? So it's a like, God thing. Everything's it, a God thing. <laughs> when you don't know how to answer a question, you just say it's a God, it's a God thing. thing. That's I, Christians know what you mean when you say that, but again, if you don't have context for context for faith, that means nothing. nothing. Zero. It has nothing to do with well, God answered the prayer. God did a miracle. God did something that was like totally like supernatural. That's something that only God can do. Nobody understands that. It's well, a God thing. Here's here's my fa- this is my favorite on the list only because I was in a, a Christian rock band and so you were yeah. And, That's another podcast right there. And, and, and this is so hard. Did to, you do air guitar? No, I. No, I didn't. Play. So you got me on. I, the, I sung. Got, I did. Really? I was a singer. I didn't play. You're a rock singer. Yeah. That's why the, I shaved my head. I don't hear the grovel in there, really. Yeah, anyway, that's why okay, I'm not so, in the rock band. Okay, maybe so. <laughs> that's okay. not. All that right. wasn't my scene. Right. Okay. Uh, so the last one is secular. secular. That is a a specific church word. Like nobody in the culture. In you. Okay. I don't listen to secular music. I don't watch secular movies. I don't. Something second, the culture has no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and is there even a difference, really? Like honestly, if they have any understanding of what secular means, they're probably thinking you're judgmental for saying it, or like, yeah, and legalistic and whatever else. But I mean, is it really a difference? So like, like even preaching, like one thing I've learned probably in the last oh, I don't know maybe maybe I don't know eight years or so is n- to not use the word secular, and I fail all the time at it. Right? It's hard not to it, as a Christian. Because, it's really hard not to use that term. Yeah, because we're, we're we're set apart, right? We're not secular. We're not going the way the world is, and it's it's hard. But well, you're right. I mean, they don't understand. Because uh, even if you change it to world worldly, worldly. you're so worldly. That, that again sounds judgmental you to a non-believer. So, you're such a sinner. 
Like right? it just sounds bad. Yeah. Like, Andy Andy Stanley actually talks about the whole secular concept in church and church lingo and not to use it because I, I will say this. You don't as, understand it. As a person who is in the music industry for a while, um as a rock I, singer. <laughs> I know a lot of Christian artists and there are multiple Christian artists who, yes, they are on a Christian label. Yes, they sing Christian lyrics. Yes, they they love God, but they do not call themselves a Christian band because they just pl- play music that happens to relate to their faith. They don't view themselves as secular or otherwise. They just view themselves as a band that talks about Jesus. That's it. Yep. And they wish, <laughs> I've had multiple guys tell me and gals tell me this, I wish the church would stop using the term secular when it comes to music. It's just music. Yep. That's it. So, all right. So those are the cuss words and the Christian phrases that are just, I mean, that's just a sampling. I'm sure there's a whole lot more we could have come up with. We spent a lot of time talking about that, but why do we speak this way as Christians? You're asking me? Yeah. Why do we speak what way? Why why do we use those? Yeah. Why do we, why do we use those sorts of terms? I I don't know. I mean, I can answer for myself. I mean, I was raised that way. I I was raised in the church. You weren't raised in the church. I don't know why you do it. Um, but I would think my sphere of influence growing up, um, how, how I was raised. Um, I don't think any of those phrases that, well, some of those phrases we used are in our theology of the old hymns we would sing, like mm-hmm. washed in the blood. I mean, sure. that, that's, that's a hymn. I mean, um, I'm not sure the rest of them though are really ingrained in our theology through, through hymns, but, uh, but I do think the way we, we talk, you know, um, we read scripture, some of those things are in scripture. Um, you know, when Christ says, you know, you, you got to live in the world, be part of the world, but not don't be of the world. Um, translating secular comes out of that translation. Um, so the church picks up on that. So I don't know. I, don't, I, really, I have I really have no good answer. Is there a problem with Christians speaking that way when particularly Christians? non-Christians or baby Christians are within earshot? No, not at all. I don't think so. So using Christianese is not a problem at all? I didn't say that. That's what I'm saying. Is there a problem with Christians speaking in Christianese when so, when believers, non-believers and baby Christians are within earshot? Okay, so you're saying within earshot. No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong. Um, I think if you're having a face-to-face conversation. Okay, let me rephrase. Right? If we're having a face-to-face conversation. Okay, so that's a big difference. If we're talking to them. Yeah, because you want to relate to them, right? Talk on their level and try to, I mean, I mean, Paul even says that. Okay, I got to do everything I can do to relate to that person. So, um, so yeah, um, yeah, you're going to lose them in the conversation, and you're going to get really frustrated when they don't understand what you're trying to tell them. And, you're, and you walk away going like, they're so far away from God, they're never going to come to Jesus. I mean, People tell me that. They're like, yeah, so frustrated. There's no way they're going to ever come to God. It's like, really? Well, and then you talk about what they talked about. It's like, well, you know what? You probably shouldn't have used some of those phrases because they had no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean? You know, so. Well, this is a bigger conversation probably than we're going to have today, but uh, because we're we're getting near the end of the show. But we expect, right, when somebody walks into our church, particularly, we expect that they're going to be perfect, right? That they're going to, they're going to know. They're going to know what they need to know, and that if they're walking in, they're they're ready to to approach Jesus. And so, talking to them like a any other Christian just sounds like it would be normal, right? Except we forget that what is a church supposed to be, as described in Scripture, a yeah. hospital for broken people. So, people who walk in our doors, we need to keep our minds open to the idea that they don't have the point of reference you do if you've been <laughs> raised in the church, or in my case started coming to the church 
20 some odd 30 almost almost 30 years ago now that my point of reference is a whole lot different than that person walking right. through the door right. and so i have to be careful and choose my words carefully when i talk to them because they don't understand the things that you understand they don't have the the <laughs> understanding of obedience to God, you know, the, their, their lifestyles, all of those things, they don't have that. They don't know that. They're just walking through the door. And as we've heard from several people over this last couple of years, uh, I think of Kelly, um, our, our friend who got saved last year, um, they're terrified when they walk through our doors sometimes. Right. And so if we start speaking these Christianese things, and I'm not talking about the Christian cuss words because I think those are funny. I actually, I'll tell you a story in a second. But we need to be careful with what we say because it does have consequences. It does. And and it's even like, uh, like I, I seriously, I did read this book, um, whether you like Andy Stanley or, or not or agree with, with what he says. Um, he wrote a book. Um, I cannot think of the name of it right now. Is it uh, Deep and Wide? It is Deep and Wide, thanks. I have that on my shelf. Yeah. Um, it, it's got some good stuff in there and yep. challenging you why you do what you do, how you speak, how you speak, and what kind of speak do you speak. And and so I've used that on different levels of teaching different boards and, and leadership um, teams. Um, we got to be mindful of what you're saying because, honestly, when you're talking to even a congregation, and I don't even take here at Herm Naz, if we said um, love offering – they would know what we're talking about. I mean, most of them would know, right? But we sometimes take that for granted that we, there are people who don't have we do. any idea. We do. Um, or or, or one, one phrase that you didn't mention is, uh, let's just love on each other, right? <laughs> it's like, seriously, this is not an R-rated film here going on. So um, that's, just, that's just creepy, yeah. right? That's just creepy. But in, in the church culture, oh, man, yeah, let's go love on each other. Well, okay. I, what I meant to say is, let's go get a cup of coffee and let's talk, right? That's so not what it's, I. It's, it means doing life together it, it and, and caring about each other. So, but I had this lady um, and husband come to me at one of our churches, and they must have been over. I mean, I know they were. They were listening to what I was talking about uh, with somebody, and and they were kind of like miffed uh, or I don't know. Pick a word here. They're probably they're probably um, oh, let's just pick a word. Let's just say they were probably <laughs> anyway we'll skip that list um <laughs> it, it, they're like kind of upset that i didn't like they were miffed push, push harder <laughs> okay on the conversation and i'm like you have no idea who i was even talking to um i said exactly what all the christianese words would be but i really try to just keep it at this person's level and man, they're like and they're the old school church there's nothing wrong with old school traditional church but they missed it and i well, really think it's more churches they miss it and even in as as pastors we we have to be careful with how we preach right because Seriously, i learned that last like, weekend like no honestly <laughs> but we can be guilty of saying well you know you know this story from the bible yep they may not have any point of reference for that story in the bible yep. and so this Christianese thing, it really does get a, to become a bigger thing, even for us. And we have to think through when we're preaching. I have to think about it with students because many of my students don't have any understanding of Scripture. Like they, they didn't grow up with Sunday school and you know having the Bible beat into their heads basically over the course of six or seven or eight years. Yeah, they don't they don't know these stories. So um, 
the thing is, I think it makes us more effective if we're watching what we say and making sure that we're on the level of the people we're talking to. Um, you know, making sure that we're remembering we were there too at some point. Right. But here's the problem with that. Um, the problem with trying to remember and, you know, be conscious of what we're saying, um, I see this more in, I want to say I see it more in men. But there's been some ladies that have been flapping the lips a little bit um, where we use we try to get rid of our Christianese language, which is in our heart because of what Christ did in our heart. And and they try to still speak like the world because, well, that's how I can express myself. You hit your thumb, you know, with a hammer. I mean, the F-bomb really is not a not not a big deal. It just comes out. Right. And no, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to, but yet, you know, or, or guys, I'm telling you, I don't know about what your experience is, but I can sit with guys who I think are rock solid in the church, rock solid in their faith, worship, Bible study, tithing. I mean, go down that Christian word list and, uh, and then sooner or later it comes out, man, well, that, and, that cuss word comes and, out because it's, well, it's, it's, here, it's here, cool. Here, here's, here is the truth though. And, and I, I agree with everything you just said, but I will push back on just one point. When we talk about cuss words specifically, now, first of all, I grew up in a house where if I cussed, my parent, my mom would put the soap in my mouth like your mom. So, yeah. like, <laughs> I didn't say an actual quote unquote swear word until I was like 23, 24 years old. And I will never forget. I think I said the D word. And <laughs> I just won't forget it because I looked at my mom and my sister was in the room. And I looked at my sister and I looked at my mom and I was waiting like, like what did I just say? Like, I mean, I'm a 24 year old man. Like, I'm not, I'm not a kid anymore. But I'm looking, I'm waiting for my mom to just light me up. Yeah. Like, because I'm not allowed to say that stuff in my house, right? And my mom's like, "You're an adult. I don't care. <laughs> like, whatever. You know, you shouldn't say it, but whatever." And I was like, "Oh, I guess I am an adult now. I have to, I have to be responsible for my own That's language right. now." But, but here's the truth. And Christians. I've had this conversation with Christians and saints particularly before about this. Saints is in people who have been in the church a long time. They've, they're, they're long. Yeah, that's another word. Oh man, they're a saint. Really? They're dead. <laughs> right. Right. Um, our, our actual, the way we define cuss words and what is defined as a cuss word is all subjective, right? There are words that certain families that I know, they use that I wouldn't consider a cuss word that my family uses all the time. There are other words that my family will never use that other families do. It's a subjective thing. The culture determines what a cuss word is, right? When, when the, when the Bible talks about coarse language, um, or they talk about taking the Lord's name in vain, that's a very specific thing. Taking the Lord's name in vain, Mm -hmm. coarse language that's a subjective thing, and I think that's a heart thing more than it is anything else. That's one of those where Paul doesn't define all the sinful nature things, the, the sexual immoralities, the, all that. He says, and things like this. This is kind of one of those things. If the Holy Spirit is convicting you and you really feel like the Holy Spirit's telling you don't do this, don't do it. I think there should be a lot of grace from the church when it comes to language because some of the some of the language, I mean, there are there are swear words right that have multiple meanings they literally mean multiple things right but like, that's the, that wasn't what i was talking about no no, no I'm, I'm just saying that 
don't get hung up on hearing a brother or a sister say something that you view as a as a as a curse word because you know if they're not cursing god and they're not saying something that is i don't even know how to put this but like you're talking I, I think you just need to be graceful. That's that be be grace filled with your brothers and sisters when it comes to that stuff. So I'll push back on that. So um, you can be you can hold them accountable, but 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 show grace, show you, grace. Uh, hmm. You don't think so? Uh, I think I think holiness. I think you. There's a different level. But, it, but again, <laughs> no, no, this, we're, we're talking Chris. I'm talking Christian. Right, we're, ta- guys, we're we're talking right? about Christian brothers, and solid guys. But see, this is where this is one of the areas where we we were probably we're probably pushing up against each other a the bit. Generation gap, maybe so. Maybe I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I have this this. It, it's not in the Bible, right? Defined what is a curse word, right? There's just not a definition. Uh, we study, yeah, they're there. Mm. Okay, so here's an example. Ephesians five. We use the word fool, right, all the time. Fool, fool. Okay. We call people a fool all the time in this in this culture, and it's not considered a swear word to call somebody a fool, right? In the Bible, particularly in Jesus' time, if you used the word fool and called somebody a fool, that was a swear word. That yep. was a curse word, right? Mm-hmm. You are you are saying something very mean and nasty to another person. Mm-hmm. That's not a curse word anymore. Times change, language changes as time right. goes on. So all yeah, I'm saying, no, all I'm saying is. Be careful what you say. So what I'm saying is, men, is if you're living for the Lord and you're living the holiness lifestyle, you know, you know what the example is that God sure. has, that God has for you. Um, and that's not. To, and, I was not suggesting you should swear. <laughs> that's it, not my suggestion. Yeah, well, I want to make sure about that because I mean. That's not my suggestion. I'm not saying that before you call me. I'm not saying go out there and swear up a storm. That is not what I'm saying. So I'm just. If you have to apologize to your pastor for the word that you just said, you should have never said the word. That happens. That is correct. All the time. But honestly, I think you and I would react the same way if somebody just said a swear word. You know, like pick a word. It doesn't really matter. In just conversation, that would be a whole lot different than if somebody was overly critical of us in a mean way using harsh language. It doesn't even yeah, have to be yeah, swears. Yeah. Like that would be more hurtful to us than if somebody called us a swear word. Like you, I would not take that as harsher than over criticism. So at, at one, at one of my, at one of my jobs, right. At another church, um, our office manager, um, called me an a-hole. <laughs> See, oh boy, yeah. oh boy, <laughs> I was floored. I'm like, all right, we yeah, just, we yeah just, I wouldn't even know what to do with that. I'd probably be like, wait, what? Last week on President's Day on the episode, we talked about leadership and respect and all that. Gone, right? Just <laughs> gone. And and I don't even remember. Did your why mouth I, hit the floor? I, I was I was shocked. And then I thought, what did I do to deserve that? Right. And there was like no apology. It was it was definitely a heartfelt, and it was definitely fluent in her her language. Um, at at times, I'm sure because it just it came out. She hit her thumb with the hammer, and it and it flew. And if you're watching today, I still I I love you, appreciate you, I, I really do. But that moment, you, I don't know if you watch or not. But um, I thought you said she said it to you. She did say it to me. Did you hit her with a hammer? No, no. I was saying it, it like she hit her thumb. Right? Oh, it was like she hit her. Boom, oh, okay. Right? So I whatever see. Whatever what I did was like a, the hammer. I see right? what you're so, saying. Okay. So what I do, I went. I thought you were saying that she hit her 
thumb with a hammer no, no, no. and then said it. And I was like, well, why did she say it to yeah, you? No. So I thought, okay, I'm not going to handle this. So I went to my lead pastor. Right. And I said, hey, man, this is just what happened. And I expected something like to be Profound, done about it. Right. right. And he did exactly what you did. He just laughed. Which just ticked me off all the more. I'm like, seriously? Do you not see any problem with that? Um, really? And so that was kind of a downward. Well, no, no. I think, and and we're def- you're defining the difference for me. I think I think there is a difference when people are using foul language to hurt another person. Yeah. I think there's a whole lot different when you get cut off in traffic. You stub your toe. You fall down the stairs. You know, <sighs> again, there may be a heart behind that, right? Yeah. There might be, and you might be using that language, but. I know people that do not swear and I've heard a swear come out of their mouth when they've hit themselves on something yep. and you never hear that out of their mouth any other time. I'll, I'll chalk that up as that was a one-time thing, you know, it, same, same no thing with, uh, with, you know, our, our people, you know, bless their heart. Um, whatever that means <laughs> again, life, there's another one. Bless your I heart. I myself when bless I said their it. Heart. I was like, bless your heart. Actually, that's, that's, that's a Southern Christian thing. That's where that came bless from. Your heart. I think that means idiot. And, and I was going to say, <laughs> when you say bless somebody's heart, that is never meant in a good positive context. Okay. So <laughs> I mean to say, <laughs> um, Henry Cho, another good Christian comedian, by the way, <laughs> that is, uh, people with Alzheimer's, right. And, and, and you, you get to the point where you don't know what you're saying. I mean, I, I've been in some of those rooms and, and the things that they do, um, it's, it's heartbreaking. The things that they say is, yeah. is heartbreaking. Um, at those times of our life, some of these things come out and it's really hard for families to sit back and watch somebody who has never cussed a day in their life, start cussing like a sailor. I've always, not to say sailors all cuss. Okay. I, I get that. But, um, but that that that's, that's so. Hard. I've always wondered. So you, somebody has Tourette's, which is a legitimate yeah. medical condition, right? If you don't have the context for those swears, what does Tourette's look like? Yeah, I don't know. Because I know there's different types of Tourette's. So don't again, don't text me. I know you can have ticks. This and, is the the last two weeks. We could get a lot of letters. No, seriously. But what I'm saying is, you know, there are Tourette's is always thought of as the swearing mental disorder, right? Like it causes you to say curse words and stuff. But what if you don't have context for those sorts of words? Like right. like the person you're talking about that gets Alzheimer's, where do they have the context for that right. if they didn't have it in their language? Like, where does that even come from? Right. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's a long but, story for another but I, day. But I do know, um, I totally don't buy into the whole, you know, you're a Christian, you can, you can say whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, I know. Um, because I was the guy that, I mean, I had, I had a very foul mouth, and in our... In our theology, there's a thing called sanctification, mm-hmm. and it's another big churchy word. It is. <laughs> well, it's a biblical word. It's in the Bible, so it's not it's not a church theology thing. Um, but it, it's uh, sanctification basically is is removing the carnal sin, which I know is another biblical thing. Okay, I get that. Uh, original. <laughs> there sin. you go with your Christianese again. Original sin. Okay, there's another theology thing. So, uh, how do you describe that without using church? Like, okay, sin. Right? There's sin in your heart. I mean, when you're saved. You know, um, Jesus died for you and he forgives you your sin. Sanctification is you saying, hey, okay, cut me open and, like, dissect anything that is evil and wrong it, in me. It, right? It's very simple. It's sanctification is becoming more like Jesus, living your life to be more like him. And, 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 and do it. It takes, it takes me, time and Language effort. was big. Sure. I was a Christian. I was saved. I, you know, I, I did the church thing, the college thing, the whole Christian dating thing, and I still swore. But, man, when I was sanctified, Gone. 
Yeah. Gone. I can hit my thumb. I still don't know what I say, but it's not a swear word. Right. My son of a biscuit is a is a word a phrase that I use all the time. I, it's really funny. I, I think I've been sitting here thinking about what do I what do I do? I think snot on a doorknob is the one thing that I, I one phrase I say, but I don't even know what I what use. What does that it for. even mean? What, I, what's this list even mean, right? I mean snot on, snot a, door- on a doorknob. Anyway, um watch <laughs> your watch your language. Thing I've ever heard. We we're at forty five minutes. Here's the scripture of the day. Ephesians chapter five. Uh, let me read it to you. I mean, uh, says this. You breathed in like you were going to say something. No. Okay. So I was laughing, so I had, had to breathe in because <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Eyes. It says so. Ephesians five says this. Follow God's example. <laughs> we should just stop right there. Right? Bingo. If we can't live up to that, we're it's we're being done. like Christ. Right. So therefore, as dearly loved children, uh, walk in the way. Um, walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant there's a smell as a fragrant offering and sacrifice I, think I heard that somewhere to God you did go back and watch last Sunday's message or two Sundays, two Sundays ago. ago's message um, but among you this is this is it but among you meaning you Christian right not the world you Christian <clears throat> that talks Christianese stuff and tries to live it there must not even be a hint and that the, the word hint only translates into small Um a, a a small right um it's not even fragment i forget what the second word of that definition it's is, almost it's, like a pinch when you're doing it, a pinch of salt yeah so it's it's small not even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for god's holy people nor should there be uh, obscenity or foolish talk or coarse joking these are out of place but rather thanksgiving um so that's that's a pretty good guideline um, for us to live by. So I don't know. Ephesians chapter 5, just the first three verses. Read that and see if you can live up to that. And have fun with that one. <laughs> There's no Christianese in that at all. I mean, you know. It's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory. It, it really is. I mean, it so, is. So this list... I know we laugh at this, but there's a whole lot of hinting going on right here. No, there is. And, there is. and again, so, which you laugh at. I am going great. to say this again. I did not ever suggest it's okay to just swear up a storm. I'm not saying that at okay, all. So. Did not say that. I do not encourage my students in the student ministry to do that. I don't encourage my kids to do it. I won't let my kids do it. So I'm just saying, like, don't take me out of context. He's feeling convicted, people. That is not what I said, <laughs> and I want to make that absolutely abundantly clear. He's getting pink slipped after this show. <laughs> All right. Hey, so next week we have a great show coming up. This one's going to be – I don't know if it's going to be as funny as this one, but, I mean, this was not nearly as deep as some oh, of no, our previous this is shows. Great. This is fun. But next week <laughs> – I can't even believe we're going to oh, talk just, about this. Just throw it out there. Do Christians just, have to be nice? Oh, Seriously? Do Christians have to be nice? I mean, there is a perception we, that Christians should always be nice and friendly. Should we answer so the question now? No, <laughs> we are not. We are not going to answer the question. So tune in next week, noon Wednesday, and uh, let's Bring have lunch, a, forty-five minutes. We'll try to do better at cut the last two minutes out. So yeah, and and enjoying us in the conversation with about Christians having to be nice because <laughs> that's a fun one. So we may even christianese a little bit of it maybe thank you guys for listening and watching thank you to herm naz for sponsoring us we will see you next week on the morning burrito podcast at noon